Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing today? How are y'all doing today? Today is day 78. Today we're talking about, are you moving toward God or away from him? Are you moving towards God or away from him? Um, we're going to be coming from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you right now for another day, another opportunity to come to you, O Heavenly. Come before you, O God, to your people, O Heavenly Father, to give them what I feel like that you have given unto me, O Father God. Are you moving toward God or are we moving away from him, O Heavenly Father? Lord, God, right now I ask that you would move in, 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 this, in this moment, O Heavenly Father, that you would touch every mind, touch every heart, O Father God, that we would not lean to our own understandings, O God, but that we acknowledge you in our ways so that you will more direct our paths, O Heavenly Father. We need you now like never before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. And today we're talking about, as I was saying, are you moving toward God or away from him? Day 78, 1 Peter, 2nd chapter 6 verse. Let's go. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. He who believes on him by will by no means be put to shame. He who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. And, and, and this is a real and a serious question. Are you moving towards God or away from him? The thing is, you have a choice. No one can take that choice away from you. But remember, every action has a reaction or every, con or every action has a consequence. Moving toward God means you remain a part of the body or you remain a part of the vine. And, and you are supplied with what you need to be nourished so that you may grow. Because we, because he has, has given us everything that pertains to life and to godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Now, we only have life and godliness through our knowledge of him. So when we reject him, we reject life and godliness because we only have that through knowledge of him. Does that mean we die physically? No. It means you have no compass or morality is out of the window. It means you have no compass on how to get to or morality is out the window. It means you do life on your own terms is what it means. You do life on your own terms. When Adam and Eve rejected God, they didn't die physically, but they lost their position with him. And, and I say, and, and you may say they didn't reject God. Um, but by doing, but by doing what they did, or by doing what they wanted to do, mm, 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 knowing right from wrong, that's rejection, and they lost their position in the lush garden. They lost their ability to produce easily and effectively before the fall. Everything yielded to them, or before, or 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 or, or everything was given to them. Yes, everything yielded or everything was given to them. And all Adam had to do was tend to God's creation. He just had uh, to look after it. And, and whatever it yielded, he was at liberty to partake of, except that which was forbidden. So when they partook of what was forbidding, nothing else yielded to them. But he had to work for it. He had to sweat for it. And Eve had to feel the pressure of pain for it. And her desire would be for her husband and her husband was to rule over her. Now, let me explain. This is the order of the fallen state. This is the order of the fallen state of mankind. Cursed is the ground and it shall bring forth thorns and thistles for you, which means 
you will work hard, but it looks like you are getting nowhere. Or if you do get ahead in this world, you have to look back at what it cost you. It cost you love. It cost you family. It cost you peace. It cost you joy, which are all priceless. And the world cannot give that to you. And God said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And I will cause you to hate her and she will hate you because of the deception. But Jesus came to reconcile us back to God. And when he came and when we came back to him, and yes, we do have to come back to him because when you are born, you are not born in him. For Psalms 51 and 5 says, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. And in sin, my mother conceived me. So we have to come back to him. And in our reconciled state, we can be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. So from the state of being fallen to the state of being reconciled back to God, we have to put up with the hate. We have to put up with the work. We have to put up with hard work. We will feel the sorrows of life and be ruled over. But the time will come when you will have the ability to subdue that which has been oppressing you. And you will have dominion to go forward. You will replenish they that are still in their fallen state. You will have the ability to give the fruit of the word and the people shall multiply at the hearing and receiving of the truth for we can do nothing against truth but for truth because it is the truth that makes you free let me tell you Jesus is not optional he is the cornerstone and that come that came in the world to hold the building together or the life that holds the body together he is the only way to the father so he knows everything, even your thoughts. So you might fool man some of the time, but you will fool him none of the time. He is the mediator for your rising. He is the one that reconciles. You are the child of a woman. You will always be hated. There will always be opposition, but in your reconciled state, the fallen curse is broken. Women and men become equal again with the ability to come together and have dominion, not separate from each other, but because it is, it takes two to be fruitful. It takes two to multiply. It takes two to replenish and to subdue. If Jesus is the one that was sent to reconcile you back to God, he sent them out two by two. It takes two to assume the position of dominion. God made everything in pairs. Every animal came to the ark in pairs. Jesus said he didn't come to abolish or to destroy what was, but he came to fulfill what was supposed to be from the beginning. And from the beginning, God saw that everything he made was good and he gave you something no other no other part of his creation received his image and his likeness, which is the same thing that drives a wedge between you and destiny because destiny needs compliance. And because you come from a fallen state, you will always be apt to disobey. And until the, until it is no longer an option for you, until disobeying is no longer an option for you, and that is why the question is asked, are you moving towards God or are you moving away from him? Because the fallen man opted out for a moment of pleasure. This is why Psalm says, taste and see that the Lord is good because they saw that the fruit from the tree changed the state of how they were seen by God. But God never left or forsook and he, and he, he, and he kept trying to get them to turn back to him so 
He sent prophet after prophet to warn and to lead and to guide, but they are, but they all were rejected until he was forced to send his own son. And it's, and it wasn't man who forced him; it was his love for man that would cause him to die in the place of man, so that man could have a covering that came from himself, because it is in himself that he re- that he could receive. That's why he only swore by himself because only himself he could receive. That's why he said that his word would not return void because his word was a part of himself. His word was a part of himself. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And then the word became flesh, which was God. And it dwelt among us as men to come back to reconcile us back to the one and only living God. So we have to understand that that, that, that the question that is being implied, like, are we moving towards God or are we moving away from him? is just a question to bring you back into your mental, your mental state of, of together, your mental state of one, your mental state of God. We need you. Your mental state is, is, is to refer you back to the one that gives life is to refer you back to God. And that's all I wanted to say today. Are you walking towards God or are you walking away from God? He is the one that gave life. He is the one that brings breeds life. He is the one that giveth and taketh life. You have to be in the place to receive what God is willing to do and ready to do in this season because this season is the season of manifestation. I say it again. This season is the season of manifestation. I know and I know it doesn't look like it and I know that it doesn't feel like it, but God is always faithful and just all the time. Not some of the time is he faithful and just. Not most of the time is he faithful and just. But all the time he is faithful and just. To do just what he said that he would do. He said bring me into remembrance of my word. Huh? He said bring me back into remembrance of my word and that shall I perform. He said what do you see? Jeremiah what do you see? Jeremiah said I see the branch of an almond tree. He said good you have seen well. Now I am able to perform my word. He wants to perform his word but he needs your compliance. He needs your total compliance. That's why he's asking today are you moving towards him or are you moving away from him? Are you moving towards him or are you moving away from him? Because towards him brings everything that you need. Towards him opens doors that you never knew was were, 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 were able to be opened. Moving towards him opens windows. <laughs> Open the windows of heaven that you may receive the blessing of the Lord that you won't have room enough to receive any other way. Moving towards him gets it to you. Moving towards him takes you into the place of destiny. Moving towards him takes you, takes you, brings you into the possible, brings you into the possibilities of purpose. But moving away from him takes you all the way out of the equation. Moving away from him takes you out of the equation. And the question is asked, are you moving towards God or are you moving away from God? And today, the question is asked, and I hope that it's pressed upon your heart. And I pray that you can receive what was said. Because in this season, slackers cannot be. People walking in the opposite direction cannot be. 
a divided house will fall. It cannot stand. It cannot stand. You cannot say one thing and do something totally different. It cannot stand. Today, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Are you moving towards God? Let it be yes or no. Are you moving away from God? Let it be yes or no. What are you doing today? That's the only question that is asked. The only question that is posed to you today. It's the only question that matters. When you can honestly answer that, you can honestly move forward or you can honestly step back and let what is be. Let's pray, God. I thank you right now for this word. I thank you right now for your anointing. I thank you right now, oh, Father God, for drawing your people not unto you, oh, God. I thank you right now because in this season, oh, Heavenly Father, in this season, though there have been trials and though there have been circumstances and though there has been uncertainties, oh, Heavenly Father, you have always been true. You have always been faithful. You have always been just. You have always been the one that has never left or forsook us, oh, Heavenly Father, but you stayed with us in everything that we have been through. When there was only one set of footprints in the sand, oh, Heavenly Father, you were carrying us, oh, Father God. It wasn't by our might or by our strength that we made it this far, oh, Heavenly Father, but it's because of your grace and your mercy, O Heavenly Father. So, Lord Heavenly Father, even as we walk towards you today, O Father God, draw us nigher, draw us up, O Heavenly Father. We call upon you because you are the one that gives us everything that we need in order to reach destiny that you predestined for our lives. Purpose to meet purpose to meet purpose in the midst of wherever we are, O Heavenly Father. Look, God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this word. We thank you for your power, your anointing, your love. We thank you for peace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for grace, O Heavenly Father. We thank you for being God Almighty, the one that breathes the breath of life, the one that knows our ending before we even begin, the one that knows the amounts of hairs on our head, knows the ones we lost, and knows the ones that are gray from the ones that are black. You know everything about us, O God. So, Lord God, we call on you because you said in your word, that you perfect those things that concerns us. And I know that you are concerned about us, O oh Heavenly Father. And what concerns us is purpose. What concerns us is destiny. So, Lord Father God, we call on you that we will reach that place together. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a blessed one.